This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It seems like forever, but we're back. It's been a while, but here we are. I think a lot of it has to do with we had so much fun with Mr. Bradley Gaskin that I just completely forgot to let, what are we going to talk about? So folks, this is just a hangout episode. I hope you find something funny. I hope you learn something. And most importantly, I hope you go check out Bradley Gaskin's new song, 30A Blanc. What'd you think? It it took me back to the nineties. It, it reminded did. me of a nineties you know, summer song, mm-hmm. uh, a country summer song. It's got everything that you want in one. It's got, it's got beer. It has water. It has boats. Yeah, it, it has. Yeah, yeah, it has everything, and it's got his you know, <laughs> signature voice. It's a different you know sound than he you know, usually has, as far as like you know the music goes. But <clears throat> he's got his classic sound. And he's got a great voice. It, it is. It is a. It's a really good song. I mean, when I think of Bradley Gaskin, I think of a, like a modern day George Jones. Of hey, I'm going to talk to you about how sad I am and rip your heart out and stuff like that. But this one was kind of like a summer 90 song, like you said, you know, just that upbeat. And I found out last week when I talked to Bradley's manager that 30A is kind of like a community in Florida. Did you know that? I didn't until you know we asked, but. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like a hangout where I guess Jason Aldean, a lot of the big artists go to actually hang out. So. Mm-hmm. I would love to go down there and check that out sometime. That'd be cool. Yeah. He did invite us. He did. So we may take him up on that here shortly. Eventually. <laughs> I give I that song I, I give that song a four point seven stars. Just yeah. because I know that he's gonna he's gonna be releasing something bigger than that. And I just can't give away my five stars for Bradley just yet. Yeah. Where are you at on it? I judge a little harder than you, but uh, I'll give it a four for sure. I am not a huge fan of those you know, summer songs, you know. I I mean, some of them are classics, but, I mean, for the most part, I would rather hear a song that you, you know, can listen to at any time of the year. So, that's just me, though. But, yeah. I know some people like summer songs so they can listen in the winter and it like, you know, bring them back all the way to the summer, yeah. you know, make them think of warm weather and a little bit happier and whatnot. Right. Well, folks go check out Bradley Gaskins, 30, a blonde. You will not be disappointed. And he's back on Facebook too, folks. If you haven't checked out the uh, episode of, Bradley guys can go check it out as well. Mm-hmm. So what else I have? I seen something really cool this week. So Kenny Chesney this past weekend played Nissan stadium. Okay. 
Now, I seen Chesney do the same thing 17 years ago. My dad entered me in a uh, look-alike contest over the show, and like with Chesney, and we won first. I won first place, so I got to go down, sit front row, and see him do that for the very first time. So to take an artist who done that 17 years ago, that's pretty impressive. Whether you're a Kenny Chesney fan or not, and I know. It's kind of a love-hate with Chesney. There's a lot of people who love a few songs. There's a lot of accusations about Chesney. But to see an artist be able to do that and then 17 years later not only do it, but hold the record now. Yeah, He's topped Taylor Swift. He's topped Eric Church recently because Eric took it from Taylor. And it was only 600 extra seats. But... 57,211 seats Chesney sold. Yeah. That's pretty impressive just for the mark of 17 years. I mean, think about it. Do you know an artist, well, besides Garth, that can do it then and still do it 17 years later in the same spot and then break the record? I'm going to give you my honest opinion. I don't know how he could do it. I really don't either. Because he's not real, I, and I'm a, I'm a, he's one of the stars that I would love to sit down and talk to. But in today's time, in the last five years, I don't know how he done. Yeah. I really don't. And and I'm I'm a Chesney fan. It just doesn't make sense. He's fifty four, and he sure don't look it. You know, mm. uh, that's another. Well, thing. And it's kind of sad on my part because growing out of high school. Chesney was the dude that I was like, he's he's the king of country music for me. But at that time, he was in his late thirties, and here he is, fifty four years old. Right. What was you going to say? Uh, I've never been a fan of Kenny Chesney. I've never liked his music. Um, his yeah you know, first album, I consider it his best. Really? Because. Is before he got on the beach, and that's all he sings about. And I could care less about a coast, a beach, an island. I could care less about a boat. I get so tired of hearing about that. He he is the you know, countryer version of Jimmy Buffett, and that's all he cares about now. And that's fine. There are people out there that love it. It's a brand. I it mean, drives me insane. I hate it. Yeah. Like, and my wife, like, well, I don't know. Every time he comes on the radio, she teases me because she knows that I can't stand him. Yeah. Like, My stepmom does me the same way. She told me back then in high school, she's like, he's the worst singer ever. But have you seen Tim McGraw lately? He's not that good either live. He's a hell of an actor. I will say that. And Tim was great back in the day. But mm-hmm. he's not what he used to be at all. Well, and and I mean, and you that's drop part off. of age. Yeah, yeah that's drop part off. of age. Right. Um, with Chesney, and it broke my heart the first time that it was told to me this way, but my dad, being the district manager that he is, we were sitting front row, and I was like, how do you get to this level? And he's like, it's a business. It's a brand. Everybody buys into the salt life. You know, the theme, Mm -hmm. I'm all salt life. And he bought into it 
at the right time and it set him up for the rest of his life. Yeah. But you have other artists who've tried it. You know, they'll go to the beach, do a couple songs like Jake Owen, but then mm. they come back. Right. Chesney never came back. No. You know, he's on Gilligan's Island. He's stuck on that beach for life. Yeah. Never coming back. Never. And what baffles me is how does a guy like that never get married and stay married? He did get married, but like, and stay married and have children. He said he wanted it. How do you mm-hmm. not meet anybody? Oh, he's he, on his own island by himself. <laughs> if Bobby Bones can do it, everybody should be able to do it. Here you go. Right? You have a love-hate relationship with Bobby Bones. Maybe. Maybe so. Ain't no maybe to it. It may be sad. I'm just saying, if Bobby Bones can find a good-looking woman who likes him, why can't Chesney? Well, I mean, who won't you hook you know, Kenny up? I'm sure you know somebody that's you know single <laughs> that Kenny would like. I mean, <laughs> hook him up. Yeah, no. He can go yeah. get his you know, pectoral muscles you know, filled back in by the plastic surgeons and yeah, all that. <laughs> well, Instead of lifting weights, yeah. So that's all the news I have on Chesney breaking his breaking his uh his own record at Nissan Stadium. But you guys, you comment. Let us know if you're a Chesney fan or not. What do you got? What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the sad thing in the news. And that is the school shooting down in Uvalde, Texas. Um, I'm not going to say the guy's name who did it because I think that's what he wanted. Why don't we refer to him as the piece of shit? Mm. Or is that too much of a credit? Uh, yeah, that's giving shit a bad name because yeah. we need that. You know, we need shit in our life. All right, here's here's the thing. He's an 18 year old boy from Texas. He uh, fatally shot 19 students and two teachers. He wounded 17 other people. That was at uh, Rob Elementary School. Elementary school. I can't begin to express how sad that is at any school. But on top of that, I mean, it's one thing at a high school. It's awful, awful. Because these are all youth. You know, they are our future. Our, Our children are our future. And without our children, we're nothing, nothing. We're going nowhere, but to get children at an elementary school, I don't, I don't understand his mind. I don't understand why he was doing this because there's no way. They never done nothing in their life to deserve that. No. And they, they sure had never done anything to him. No, he robbed them. He robbed, he robbed all of us. He robbed all of us of what, I mean, what if one of those kids was going to be the next Elon Musk? Yeah. What if they were going to be the next Albert Einstein? What if they were going to be the next country singer, you know, president of the United States, you never know. And we will never know now it's, but 
And as soon as this happens, everybody starts talking about, you know, the political sides of it, you know, gun laws. Um, I'm going to put it blunt. The fact of the matter is you can't outlaw guns because the criminals will always have them. Mm-hmm. If you outlaw guns, you take you know, guns out of the good people's hands because the criminals will always you know, be able to find a way to get them. But you know, people who actually use them for you know, hunting, for personal protection, for you know whatever. I mean, some you know use them for stress relief. They go to the range and they shoot, and it you know, gets rid of some of their stress for them. You can never get rid of guns. Although people say, you know, <clears throat> there's no need to have an AR-15 you know, style you know, weapon. And I, I mean, I tend to agree with that. You don't really need it, but I mean, you don't need it until you do. And the reason that I say that, and I know you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, you don't need that because why would you ever need an assault rifle like that? Well, first of all, an AR-15 doesn't stand for assault rifle. But anyway, I mean, it's a semi-automatic. And I'm just... Our second amendment was put in so if we ever needed to overthrow a tyrannical government, we could. Because the fact is, if a government is to attack its everyday people, it's going to do it with the military that they've built up. And we have a gigantic military, the biggest military in the world. Uh, We spend uh, more on our military than the next 26 largest militaries. So... Um, combined so and a lot of those are allies so that kind of blows my mind but here we are so i understand why you need something like that just in case that's not something you should have out every day shooting i just don't see the point in that you know you should have it just in case here's what we did on 9-11 we didn't stop flying in planes we secured the cockpit and it seems like, I, I mean, I don't know why they can't, uh, you know, train one to five teachers or designate certain people in the school to have a weapon. I mean, it was a weapon that stopped it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I also mm-hmm. seen an article where they said back in the 70s, it was easier to buy and obtain an AK-47 and there was no school shootings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the stricter laws don't do shit, obviously. No, it's know? not. It's not about that. It, because the only thing that has changed between then and now are the people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We don't, yeah, we don't grow up you know, with a lot of guidance. No. Yeah, this kid who attacked all those you know, small children the first person to kill was his grandmother. And I don't, I don't know his you know, life story, but I'm going to venture the guess that 
you know, she's the one who raised him. I'm also going to venture the guess that she probably had to be a little hard on him. So you know, she could try to set him straight because she seen he was going you know, down a bad path. And he thought, well, maybe, you know, that's not what I want to do because I want to do my own thing. So he takes her out first. I don't know. I don't know his mind, but you, I could, I could never kill one of my own family members. Yeah. First of all, second of all, I could never kill a child. Mm. Never. And how, <clears throat> how this monster was able to do both multiple times is insane to me. And it hurts well, my head. We got to look at the fact too. 18 years ago was when the movement started of every kid gets a trophy. You know what I mean? Uh, to where they were coddled more. I mean, but the history of school shootings have been going on for a long time and there's been a lot of them. And the, uh, the, the thing that always ends it is somebody else with a gun. And I mean, then they plaster all these signs that this is a gun free zone. So that's yeah. basically saying, Hey shooters, we have no guns here. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know what the answer is. Well, they got to do something. I mean, it's got to yeah. be done. Yeah. In the state of Kentucky, they have laws where uh, all doors have to be locked. And it's like that in Texas too. Yeah, uh, they said a teacher had went out to her car, and when she came back in, it didn't latch. That's got to be something. I know schools in Kentucky have a pretty good size, you know, a budget that they have to use. Uh, some use on metal detectors. Um, also, there are a lot of cameras set up. There are um, but officers we, that are stationed. We, we had school. one. You know, I think it was about two years ago, 2019. It was down in, uh, what was that county? It's near Paducah. We did have one uh, about two years ago. Of course, he didn't. He went in with a handgun. That was Marshall County. I know what you're talking Marshall about. County. Mm-hmm. Yes, Marshall County. There was uh, one in Paducah. I mean, it was one of the first ones. Yeah. In Paducah. 20, 25 years ago or so. It's a long, long time ago. I actually went to college with one of the girls who was uh, shot. Now, was that the Columbine? No, that's in Colorado. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I don't know what to do. I I wish I did know what to do about it. I mean. I want to propose something. You know how when Trump was in office, there's a lot of actually there wasn't a whole lot of pushback for this because it just kind of made sense but yeah trump yeah pushed back the you know legal age to smoke or to vape you know to the age of 21 um if we're going to consider these people adults at the age of 18 i think it i think it needs to come with stipulations i think if you're you're not allowed to get a gun until you turn 21 unless you are in the military if you're serving this country you have the right to have a firearm you should be able to smoke whatever drink yeah, whatever you should be able to drink yes. if 
if you're in the military now that would you know be a huge uptick on you know military fake ids but right. <laughs> that's a whole nother story um but if you i mean if you did that <clears throat> this kid wouldn't be able to you know have a weapon unless he you know bought it illegally but then i mean all that's just uh that's all red flags everywhere anyway because you go to chicago they have some of the most gun violence that there is and you're not allowed to have a firearm in chicago right so it does no good no i mean it, it just shows you that when you ban guns it doesn't work you no. know it no. does not work and it never now, will have you heard of the sheriff in polk county florida Listen to what this is what he released on his social media today. Come to a school in this county armed. We're going to do our best through either our guardians, our school resource officers, or our school resource deputy sheriffs to eliminate the threat outside of the school before they ever get to the children we're trained to do that now if you have trouble understanding that let me give it to you in polk county vernacular this is the last thing you'll see before we put a bullet through your head if you're trying to hurt our children we're going to shoot you graveyard dead if you come onto a campus with a gun threatening our children or shooting at us that's it you know and that that's like with these people who keep getting convicted of raping a child or sodomizing a child hang a few of them in the courthouse lawn hang the motherfuckers that will pull back on some of these people Thinking, okay, well, if I do whatever the hell I want to do, I'll just go get fed, get clothed, get a place to sleep. What, 10 years? Then when I get out, I'll just file a registry. And hell, I may feel like doing it again because nothing's really ever going to happen. You know, if they would take a few of these people who are cowardly enough to surrender, like in Marshall County, he surrendered, Mm -hmm. hanging. Yeah. And and I know that sounds brutal. I know it does, but I don't know how else we're going to get through to these psychos who think that it's okay to go shoot children. Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, with the, you know, school shootings, a lot of times, you know, the ones who go in are planning on dying that day too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, with them, it's, I mean, what are you going to do to punish them? And that, I mean, there's really honestly nothing you can do if that's the, in their intention. Now, if they allow their self to live through it, then that's a whole nother thing. But it's such, it's just a bad situation. I wish there was a way we could solve it because I know <clears throat> you have three children in school. I have two kids that aren't even in school yet. And it stresses me to no end. And it drives me insane. And I worry. And I don't know what there is to do. I don't know what I can do. I mean, but as a father, as a parent, that is about the only time that I don't have control 
of my child's safety is right. when they're, you know, like <clears throat> right now when they're at daycare, I have no control over that. When they're at home, I can control it. And when I'm you know, with them, I can control it. But when they're under the supervision of somebody else, who, I mean, odds are I'm paying, you know, to supervise them. If I have to worry about that all the time, I'm not going to be able to sleep at night. No. And, all this and is happening. What's your thoughts on this? Because I've seen a few people suggest this. Taking our veterans, who obviously can deal with uh, their PTSD of combat and all that, and there's a lot of veterans out here who are homeless, taking them, giving them the jobs to protect our schools. Yeah. What do you think of that? If they can pass a, you know, a mental exam on it, mm-hmm. because they go through a lot to protect our country and freedom's sure. never free, yeah. but them being homeless, that's something else that needs to be fixed. Well, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. No, our veterans it shouldn't, shouldn't be homeless. If you know? we can, if we can hand out yeah, millions upon millions upon millions for you know, welfare and yeah, food stamps, all that, we shouldn't have any veterans that are living on the streets. No, not at all. No, that, that should be one thing when they yeah, finish their service yeah, to our country, they should be taken care of you know, with a uh, tax, I guess. There should be a tax added on because, I mean, you think about all the people in this you know, country, if you just added a little bit more of a tax, it's not like they you know, don't you know, mind taxing us because it just keeps going up now. But uh, you know, Texas, you know, 10 cents extra, all of us. And yeah. look, at we got 330 million people in this country. Um, yeah, I think we'll be able to cover yeah, I mean, why, why is nobody doing that? You know, 10 cents, no shit. I mean, yeah. you what take, would that be? Add that up. Instead of spending You got a calculator much, in front of you? I do. I mean, All right, if you go 10 cents times how many people? Uh, I want to make sure that I'm right. Yeah. I just want to kind of see what that figure would be. I'm sure there's some math whizzes listening that already have it. The answer. <laughs> yeah, I was right. 300. Well, you got to think about this, though. Some of those people don't work. Um, All right, um, let's cut that number in half. No, it's not half. Actually, uh, they still have to do you know, file taxes. Let's just say they do 10 cents. Uh, 30, uh, all right. Uh, the number is uh, 332,403,650. Alright, I'm just going to go 300 million. That's 30 million dollars. Yeah. 30 million dollars. That's one time, right? Like on your check at the end of the yeah. week. So, you times that by 52 weeks in a no. year. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying you do it one. You had 10 cents and there you go a year. Cause I mean, what, there's a lot of people who would million. happily pay more than 10 cents too. Yes. You know, I would, I mean, it's all by you know, how much you you know make. Right. So, I see. 
you know, people who hardly make anything can you know, pay 10 cents and, you know, people who <clears throat> make a lot can pay 10 bucks, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. all going to add up. That's plenty of money to take care of the veterans that are homeless. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at Los Angeles, they spend, uh, I forget how many million it is on homelessness and it gets worse every year. Well, it's because the people they're paying, if they take care of the homelessness problem, they're going to be without a job because they're going to be doing everything right. So they use all their money, you know, to pad their pocket and mm-hmm. to continue to work in quotation marks on the problem, but they're not trying to fix it. They're just trying to look like they're fixing it. Well, let me say this. And you, as you guys know, I'm a proud Republican, all that stuff, but I want to go on the record and say this. When Bush was in office, when Obama was in office, when Trump was in office, and now Biden's in office, I brought home just as much money. I didn't lose any damn money. But what I don't understand is when a Democrat was in office, why does the gas always go so damn high? The reason the gas is high right now, it's high all over the world. A lot of people say, well, it's not the president's fault. That's partially true, but it's partially not. He could open up the pipeline, and it it's still going to be higher than it was, but it's not going to be like it is right now. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it just seems like it always happens when there's a Democrat in office with the fuel. I mean, like I said, I feel like you, you're not going to lose any money if you get up, go to work, and work your ass off. That's just part of it. I haven't lost any money at the end of the week by whoever's president. And if I have, it wasn't enough for me to actually notice. Right. But I have noticed the gas, and it's ridiculous, man. Well, I mean, as far as the gas goes, um, if you wait until when it's election time again, it'll come back down. Yeah. Because it's election time. You got to make every kind of you know, thing to look better to the people that you can. It happens yeah. every four years. That's not just, that's not Democrats. That's not Republicans. That's both. But well, uh, Trump, when he was in office, you know, he opened up the pipelines. He let, you know, Americans use American oil yeah. instead of, you know, giving <clears throat> Russia, you know, billions of dollars, which we're not supposed to be giving them any money now, but, we're still buying oil off of them. Yeah. So how's that working? You know, we should, we shouldn't be doing that. We should be using our reserve. We should be using our pipelines. We should be using American stuff with American employees. Yeah. Bringing in American money. Instead, we're worried about everybody else. Yeah. Uh, We gave Ukraine, which I mean, I feel bad about the whole Ukraine thing. Yeah, although it's not black and white, it's not black and white. There are issues in Ukraine just like there is in Russia, just like there is in America. Yeah, but with that being said, um, we have millions upon millions upon millions of people who aren't working right now. They don't have jobs. It's because they don't have to. With all of the aid that the government's given out. Yeah. They, they don't have to work. They don't want to work. Mm-mm. 
There's so many open jobs here. Yeah, I mean, myself, myself. And I hate to go down this road, but here we are. A couple of weeks ago, the president of the United States of America said that a disaster is supposed to be hitting Florida or somewhere down there. And you guys need to be vaccinated before the hurricane hits. I mean, come on, really? You know, and here's the thing. When before COVID, well, when we were in the midst of COVID, our nurses were our heroes. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as this vaccine rolled out, if you don't jump on board and take it, you're a zero, not a hero. Mm -hmm. You know, and we lost so many good nurses over something that's not going to prevent you from passing it or getting it. If you feel comfortable to get it, get it. That is fine. I'm not making fun of you. But you should not be able to lose your livelihood over not taking it. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. right now, right now, you can get a job. So anybody who says that they cannot find a job is just lying. Mm-hmm. It may not be what you want, but there's. I'm jobs. living proof. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's jobs out there for everybody. Yeah. But I mean, we have that issue. We have a lot of homelessness especially out west i mean we don't see it as much here in kentucky but right out west it's awful right now um of course the price of gas is getting to the point where i mean i'm a salesman i sell things and i have to you know ship the the the, things i sell by ups or fedex or some other carrier like that um well i mean fuel is so high right now they're charging like a 30% fuel charge extra on top of everything. So I can't, I mean, it's hard for me to sell things when the freight is just as much as the product and I'll, I'll, it, it's affecting my, you know, what I bring in, it's affecting the money that I make because I can't sell as much if the customer's having to pay yeah, double the price. Yeah. So well, I mean, here's another thing. Right now, I would be terrified to be a salesman because the people that have the money that they have, they want to hold on to it. It seems like right now would be the hardest time in the world to be a salesman unless you're selling a house. Yeah. You know, oh, or a or truck. A truck. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. I, or lumber. I looked at, I, I looked, yeah. Yeah. Like a uh, uh, 16-foot two-by-four, mm-hmm. $27 a piece right now which is ridiculous. Oh yeah. I also looked at a 2005 Z71 four door, 300,000 miles, $5,700. 300,000 miles, mm-hmm. $5,700. I mean, yeah, but I mean, all this is going to bottle. It's going to bottom out though. Yes, it I will. mean, it, it can't go on like this forever because nobody, I mean, half the population is working. Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, if you, you know, drove by Kentucky Speedway, you, know, you would have seen the entire the entire track, the entire parking lot, the whole place was covered in you know, Ford F one fifties that didn't have a chip. They're waiting on chips. They finally got all the chips in from China because we don't make them here. Corvette same way. Yeah, yeah, they were setting because they didn't have chips. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, they're not sitting anymore. So all that got flooded onto the market. And everybody has this extra money now from COVID. 
So what are they doing? They're going out buying vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> so and the people, bulls, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. I don't know my, this, this COVID thing. I mean, I know I have a really good friend and I hate to talk about my thoughts on COVID because she lost her dad with it. So I don't want to ever dumb it down or make it feel like it's not a real thing because it is, but this shot, man, it just, it doesn't make a sense to me. You know, if you want to take it, that's fine. If you feel like it's going to make you feel better after you get it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But nobody should be forced to either take yeah. it or you don't have a job, you right. know? No, that shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. I mean, and, mm-hmm. but it is, but I'm telling you folks, there's jobs out there. You just got to put a little bit of effort in it. I'm, I'm living proof that mm-hmm. there's jobs out there yeah. that will treat you better. And I also seen something today that made so much sense. And I'm sure you have heard this saying before. Correct me if you haven't. But when there is no consequences for poor worth work ethic and no reward for good work ethic, there is no motivation. That's a lot of true. Yeah. It is because if you don't do something about the people who are not doing shit mm-hmm. and you don't reward the ones who are working their ass off, you're not getting anywhere. But the same sense, as long as I've been working, there's always going to be that one asshole wherever you work. I mean, yep. it's just, I think it's part of the math. Like we've always got to have a bad duck. You know what I mean? Yep. So, oh, yeah. And I think where we're at right now, we've had this discussion before, but, you know, hard times create, you know, tough men and tough men create easy times, easy times create soft men. Yeah. And we're at the soft men part (laughs) and things are about to get hard again. (laughs) Look at where we are too, is in raising our children. Okay. So I have daughters and one boy. I'm trying to teach my daughters that a good man gets up, goes to work. When he gets home, he does what he's supposed to do. And then, you know, you have boys and in the world that we're living in, it's like, it's okay for those men to be softer than they should be. You know, I, huh. it, it just kind of worries me for the future for our children. It really does because it, I, and I know times change. It's mm-hmm. not the same way it was in the seventies, but it right. seems like we've got a little too extra soft. Well, it's because we're not challenged. We're not challenged enough. We don't have winners and losers. We have, you know, <clears throat> the participators. Yeah, you know, and you everybody get rewarded for doing less. You get, yeah, you know, rewarded for just you know breathing. And if you don't have the the drive to improve yourself, then it, I mean you're going to get stagnant. And I'm I'm just as guilty as anybody. Like if yeah. I don't see a way that I can improve myself, it's kind of one of the reasons I like my you know, sales job because. I can push myself and the more I sell, the more I make. Yeah. But right now, when this time of year is impossible for, you know, to be a salesman, especially, you know, what I sell. School's out. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, school's out, schools yeah. aren't buying, you know, government, you know, budgets 
are over at the end of June. So they're all broke. <laughs> I have to wait till July to be able to sell anything to them. Pretty much. There are a few accounts that have a little bit of money in it, but there's not much. So this is a hard time of year for me, but I have the drive because I control my destiny. You know, I control how much I bring in. Yeah. But, and it's not like that with every, every place. Yeah. Factories. I remember growing up, if you worked at a factory, you made good money. Right. You worked, you worked good shitty insurance, hours. Good, you had good insurance. You had good, you know, good paychecks. You were making mm-hmm. at 20 something an hour. Um, you know, and some people were making 30, some people were making 40. Yeah. Now, if you start off at a factory, your odds are going to start as a temp and you're going to make $11 an hour. Well, what kind of incentive is that? I mean, eventually you can get full time, but the full time is still just paying yeah, 14 or 15. I know somebody right now that they're working in a position that pays $15 an hour as a temp. That position will pay eighteen fifty if they get the full time spot. But this factory was known as if you miss two days or come in late two days, you're history and you can't be rehired for three years. This person was told, you know, if you got something going on in your life, as long as you can give us six hours a day, we'll figure it out. That's how <laughs> desperate yeah, this place is. Desperate. I mean, and you know, it, it's just a different world. I mean, I just don't know what kind of advice to give these young couples who are starting out or, I mean, because it is a challenge, you know, because you got yeah. men being raised to be soft. You got women being raised to, to do more than what they, they should. And then I don't agree them, with I, that to an extent. That's old fashioned right there. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm trying to say? It's an equal thing. It's an equal. It ought to be, but some situations it's not. Well, that's, I mean, it, every situation is different, but I mean, you look at me and my wife, my wife makes more money than I do. It's not because I don't try. It's because we spend a lot on student loans for her. (laughs) Well, I get that, but okay. So you look at this situation. Okay. My wife grew up in California. They moved to Kentucky when she was like in the eighth grade. Her dad did all the cooking. So like when she was raised, she seen that the father did all the cooking. Well, the way I was raised, my mom would work 40 hours, come home, cook supper. And it was the best damn supper every night of the week, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, it may be old fashioned. But I feel like we need to have a population to where, you know, uh, the husband cooks a couple of nights, uh, you know, cooks a good steak on the grill. But the wife also knows how to come in and make a good pot of chili. You know what I mean? It should be equal. Yeah, um, it should be equal. And I, I mean, it, as far it's as hard to be goes, perfect. Yeah. As far as cooking goes, I don't. I don't hold my weight. I'm not a good cook. You don't cook at all. If I, I didn't some. cook, my kids wouldn't eat. <laughs> I'm the main chef around here. I do some on the grill, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, but well, I mean, we're I, in a generation too to where people are not teaching their daughters how to cook either. Yeah. Well, you got. <clears throat> we're in a generation where the parents not involved with their you know, child's lives. No, because it's cheaper to just pay an Uber to bring you some Wendy's. Either that or in front of the TV and be done. Either that or 
it's easier to hand your child an iPad and say, Hey, here you go. Entertain yourself for a few hours. I took my kids fishing with my grandpa on Sunday. My little boy was there 15 minutes. Didn't get a bite and ready to go home. And mm-hmm. I'm like, look, <laughs> you're here with your grand, your great grandfather mm-hmm. who, when he was your age, he was catching fish so they could have a good supper. Yeah. It wasn't for fun, you know? Mm-mm. And we've made it so easy to where, you know, people can be obese. And, like, there was a time, I think, back then, like, skinny people were known as poor people. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, the obese people are known as the poor people. And yeah. it don't make sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's kind of like the, the times have reversed. But Well, because, I, I mean, it's uh, uh, cheap food. It's well, a lot the cheaper. Own- the only thing that I ever agreed with Michelle Obama on is the food in schools need to be better. They really do. Cause yeah. my kids go to a school system to where a lot of the kids go home at night and they probably don't get supper. It's yeah. a very poor school mm-hmm. system, you know? So, uh, I don't know, man. And you know, there may be guys just like me and you 35 years ago, having the same conversation, about yeah. what it was like coming into the nineties. You know? I guarantee it. Yeah. It could just be the way it is. But I just I hope at the end of the day that I raise good wives and a good husband as mm-hmm. in my children, you know. And I hope I'm they're gonna, safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um I li- I watched an interview and I can't even remember who the person was that was interviewed, but he said, if you want to know the difference between schools in the seventies where there were no school shootings and today there is the absence of one, you know, one aspect and that's God. You don't see God in school anymore. You're not allowed. They took him out. Yeah. He's not allowed to be in school. You know? And I mean, he, that's something that, you know, for instance, okay, let's look at this theory. When women say it's my body, it's my choice. But then when it comes to abortions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But, okay, here's something that's always confused me. Because if a, if a, if a 13-year-old girl is raped mm-hmm. and she's pregnant, I, I don't know how it would be okay to make her still have that child, yeah. but you're still killing a child. Yeah. I'll tell you my opinion on it. My opinion on it. I don't have to like what other people do, but I don't like it. But if somebody feels like that's the only option they have, then it's their body. Yeah, let it be their choice. But you only get to make that choice a couple times. And after that, if you do it again, it's jail time. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it should be, you know, almost to where it was allowed if it was a rape charge or if you, you know, like you yeah, said, you, if you, you was in a situation. Though. I know. If you, if you said the only way you can get an abortion is if you were raped, there's going to be a lot of men in jail for rape that they didn't commit. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because, you know, these people are going to try to you know, get out of having a child. Like, oh, I'm just going to throw him under the bus. Yeah, That's true. But 
and and I'm I'm a huge Christian, and I I know that Jesus died on the cross for me, and I know I sin every day, and I need to be perfect, but I'm not, and I never will be. But a 13 year old being forced to have a child, I couldn't live with it. No, that's changing that child's you know, life forever. Yeah, I mean, I just I couldn't live with it. You know, I mean that's that, and that's one of them situations where you know it's rough but i look at abortion i mean that's how i look at it i think you have a couple you know times in your life you can make a mistake but then at a certain point right if you do it you know twice and it happens again then you know what let's look into tiny tubes let's get this done you don't want to have any children we're not gonna we're not gonna do that right you, right because you're playing God if you're just getting rid of the child. Every single time. And right. when it comes yeah, to faith, I'm not sure how everybody believes. I mean, I believe in God. I know you do. But, I mean, even if somebody, <clears throat> when you have the belief of a higher power and you have a belief of somebody that can affect your life with a simple breeze. It's going to keep you on your toes and it's going to make sure that you're living life. Right. You're not going to want to go into a school because you don't know what's going to happen to you. You know what happened to you for eternity. You're done. You know, you, there's no reset. No, there's no reset on that. I mean, I know the only sin that is unforgivable is the sin of unbelief which there are uh, <clears throat> murderers who you know, claim they you know, receive salvation. And that's not my, that's not my place to judge whether they did or not, but you're going to, you're going to think about it a whole lot harder. If you have you know, the Lord in your heart beforehand and you're not going to do it because if you have the Lord in you, that's not even going to cross your mind. No. Hard times are just going to be, you know what? I need to pray. And that's how it used to be. And it's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, these kids, we live in a society where everybody wants to be famous. And they'll do anything for fame. If they don't have any you know, <clears throat> extraordinary you know, talents or anything that they're great at, then they got to find a way to get their name in the paper. And some of these people think the only way they can get their name in the paper is if they, you know, or to take matters in their own hands and they pull the trigger on somebody yeah. like, you know, the kid the other day, but I did hear a story that, you know, said he was bullied. I think everybody at some point in their life is bullied. Everybody, but some people get it worse than others. Yes. I'll say that for sure. Some people get it worse than others and they're in school. That's one of those things that, I got no time for. I got not. I got no. no time for a bully. I have bullies when I was in school, and you know, yeah. Some people still hold grudges. I may not like you know, go out of my way to talk to them. I've hired some of them to do work for me, you know. Since then, and they used to bully me. They used to do all kinds of mean things. They call me names. They make fun of me. But it gets a certain point in life. And that, that, this is another thing. 
I thought about this. You know, kids when they're in school, you know, you know, high school, you know, whatever, they are just like you know, uh, toddlers. A toddler, you know, thinks that <clears throat> whatever it's doing at that you know, given time is their whole life. Oh yeah, and that if if you make them stop doing that. It's going to just ruin everything. It's the they end just, of the world. And they give up on everything. They throw the biggest fits. If there are any kids out there in school, I want to tell you this you know, right now. I believe the same thing when I was in school. But I'm going to be honest with you. At the point where I'm at now, I can't hardly remember school. No. Like I remember some stuff. But high school doesn't even matter. No. <clears throat> Middle school doesn't matter. Your school age years... I mean, you're going to make friends or you're not. I don't have one single friend that I went to high school with right now. I do. So, I mean, that's, that's a little different. But ultimately, it doesn't matter because you're going to live your life. You're going to meet you know, people at a job. You're going to meet people out you know, doing whatever, <clears throat> living your life. You control your destiny. Yeah. And if you decide to stay in high school in your mind and live that high school life you're going to be miserable because you're never going to leave where you're started at ever like to even visit because if you have some kind of clout where you're from you know you want to hold on to that clout the fact is in the grand scheme of things if you're big and just say where i'm from like if you're from monroe county kentucky and you're a big name there, you're not shit anywhere else. <laughs> right, right. So, so, I mean, honestly. If Unless that's you're what Blackstone Cherry. Well, they're Mick, I can't be. If you're, you know, holding on to that, you're not holding on to much. Yeah. There's, it's a huge world. There's so many opportunities. The world There's, is bigger than you can even imagine. Yeah. I mean, there are a thousand places I want to go to, I want to visit. I won't make it to all of them, but I always have, you know, one more place I could like to go to because yeah. the world's that big. When I was in school, I didn't see it that way. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I started thinking about that the other day because you know that kid was like, I got bullied. So this is just my way of getting my vengeance. He wasn't and, fresh out of school. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. to be 18, you, you still have those same goofy feelings. You know? I, I want to know where that kid got the money to buy them guns. Yeah, I mean, that don't make no sense either. I bet he stole a credit card or something. I don't know. But then again, he's right there on the Texas-Mexican border. I mean, he could have knew somebody. You know he what bought I mean? him at a store. Really? He bought him at a store because the store that, he, that, that sold him to him said, if you bring a child up the right way, they'll you know, continue – they posted on their social media and then after he shot the school up they had to you know, take it down really quick because they didn't realize it was him they sold him those two uh, uh, guns and then they bragged about it on social media wow yeah claiming he'd been you know, brought up the right way yeah you don't i mean we have no idea what anybody's going through in this life no but if you're going through something Reach out to somebody before yeah. you do something stupid like that. Yeah, because you Cause can't you, reset it, folks. You can't take that back. 
Well, this has been our hangout episode. Yeah. And if this goes over well, as long as you guys don't message us hollering <laughs> and screaming at us, yeah. we may do this once a month. Let us know what you think about the hangout episode. It's just one good old boy, Republican, mm. debating with a good Democrat. <laughs> you know, not a lot of times two people can do that. So uh-uh. I feel like we pulled it off pretty well tonight. Yeah. I also want to mention the people in you know, Buffalo, New York at the grocery store. Yeah. The guy went in and he you know, singled out those African-Americans and shot them. That is the scum of the earth. Yeah, people are born how they're born. They have no no control yeah, they over can't that. Help it. No. And, and there's nothing wrong with it. No, there's nothing wrong with them. You know, I mean, God intended for us to be who we are when we come out of the womb. I mean, we're all different. Was, yeah, he put you together yeah. in perfect image of him. Mm-hmm. And that's what he done. So when you come out, you're perfect, folks. We're all you know? exactly how we're supposed to be. Yep. And that's what you know makes us as human beings a beautiful thing we live together they ain't nobody who's more important than another yeah there is no race that is better than another there's no race smarter than another there's no race that is i mean that is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard and to somebody who singles people out because they're different You, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope you burn it down. I really do. Amen. I do. And I believe, you know, there's like different layers to heaven. I believe there's different layers of hell. Mm -hmm. I really do. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, that's all I got to say, bro. That's all I got. All right, folks. Y'all have a good evening. Let us know what you think. Hasta mañana.